or what will happen to them until it happens to them right i think in that case a lot of times uh, sex education or you know how we are educated about our bodies it's very reactive instead of being proactive because i remember i think and so many menstruators are spoken to have experiences that only when they got their period they were educated by you know people in their family that that this is what's going to happen to your body oh now you've got it here you go here's the sanitary pad for example in a way right versus hey you know this is going to happen to you a few years down the line these are the things that you should keep in mind this is absolutely normal these are this is how the body functions things like that i mean things are conversations that actually normalize all these different aspects of our bodies i think that's definitely missing but also i remember i think for me in school it was and for a lot of people it's you know you are made to sit in a different room girls are in one room boys are in another room and again like yeah it's always reduced to the binary genders in a way right so i think mm. that's how education is imparted also it's it's not gender inclusive either music great conversation and a whole lot of k welcome to bangalore's personal ray of sunshine you're locked into good morning bangalore with k 94.3 one world your station k spotlight This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. Yeah, you're right because uh, you know education does not take into account fluid genders. So how how does one even you know get to that? I I'd love for your thoughts on that. Absolutely, I think that that's such a big problem you know to begin with as well. And you know as I said, I think chapters are skipped all together also. And I think when you're saying that, I think one more thing that needs to be worked on on the whole is that a lot of us. I mean, we are always learning, right? Like I think every day we are we are learning, getting better, upgrading ourselves. And I think even the educators need to be educated. as well because i think that sometimes is lacking to you know when it comes to schools or you know even colleges and i think what you were talking about how and in which places these education needs to happen i think it should not be like oh one day there is this awkward silence and this awkward um, you know talk that is happening between the parents and the kids where uh, it's like a very awkward face to face conversation but i think something yeah. that should happen on on the daily in a very normal way for example let's say if i'm sitting with my parents uh, as a teenager and there's a, a condom ad that comes on the television right instead of flipping the channel i think that's something that could lead to a conversation around contraception maybe you know yeah, yeah. so i'm just saying or like uh, an ad about sanitary napkins where you know a lot of times at least when i was growing up now we are seeing that change where they do show period blood as red but initially it was like yeah, a, yeah you just uh, show blue, like blue you just like show some blue yeah, stuff yeah. spilling and like it makes no yeah i know what you mean yeah Yeah, yeah, times are changing. Yeah. I mean, I know I know blood can be triggering also. I mean, that is one of the reasons as well. But again, like I think even when I remember in school where you had some big name brands coming in giving you a demo of sanitary pads the liquid was always always blue in a way. I think that that could be one starting point when you are, you know, like sitting as a family maybe engaging with some form of media um that could be a way to kind of bring in a conversation instead you instead of just making it about this one day uh, where you know all hell breaks loose and you literally have the birds and bees talk in a very awkward um, setting that education can begin at a much earlier stage it can be, you know be a part of our everyday conversations in a very normal way so i think that yeah. that's one way to kind of go about it there are people who complain about blues and there are people who listen to good morning bangalore with k let's go 94 
for a quick second you know setting up something like this yeah. you know setting up that sassy thing <laughs> talk talk to me about the the flack you faced from family members one uh, and number two talk to me about uh, why you even decided to kind of do that um, like why why move into this space like what was that triggering thing for you personally that made you say that hey listen i want to set up a company that does this absolutely i think okay the first reaction that i got from my mom was but beta यही प्रोडक्ट्स क्यों लोग क्या कहेंगे क्लासिक लोग क्या कहेंगे over time i realized that i think it's important to include people in the process as well uh, yeah absolutely you know, so yeah 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 and so so, you know, so, so what was the triggering factor to come back to my question what is that triggering factor that made you yeah. say that uh, this is what i want to do uh you know i think it was a bunch of things so growing up i had a lot of insecurities about my body and my body hair because i have polycystic ovarian syndrome which is pcos which is very common uh, now it's like every second woman has it it's so common now absolutely right? yeah 100% and um because of that i was bullied for being big and having excessive hair growth so i remember like in 11th standard i would sit like like this hiding my facial hair because then people would make fun of me and want people to see it and i think overall like i've never been to lady like as in like you know things that are considered lady like for for society and i'm still that <laughs> i would like to say so i think my goal was to smash those stereotypes and really sass the patriarchy sadly a lot of those notions were really reinforced by friends by family and even doctors to an extent where a lot of you know the things around my body hair or you know like how a body hair was seen as a problem you know to begin with so nothing was normalized in that sense and a lot of it was about getting rid of the hair you know superficially kind of coming to terms with the problem but i think a lot of different aspects like mental health were not spoken about how you feel about your body body image issues sure. how that affects different aspects of your life you know like how that will affect your relationships because it did affect my relationships how that affect how you are in the bedroom even so i think all those different things coming together culminating together led to wanting to have a platform where these conversations can happen and you know like as a brand that is obviously not just making all natural plant based products that are good for people's bodies mm-hmm. but also really uh, helping people take charge of their own bodies their own sexualities even and you know giving them the right information to do so um i think that was that was really important and i think in that sense i really want all girls all women and all people who identify as women even to feel amazing in their bodies and you know that was the goal with which that sassy thing was was started and i think at times when it's needed shame the shamers even so yeah so i think all that led to that sassy thing just it was a lot of my personal journey with my body and um you know yeah <laughs> super 
Looking forward to partying on the weekend is so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning. Every morning. You're with Kay. Uh. 94.3 Radio 1 One World, your station. K-Spotlight. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K. May I ask you also um, one last thing before I let you go? And this is a message to two sets of people. One, as a person who's trying to break stereotypes with regards to hygiene and with regards to sexual health, uh, what would be your advice to the parents out there? Okay, that's one. And number two, to the partners out there. I think to the parents, I think A, it's important that we normalize things for ourselves first before we are going to talk to um, you know, our kids. I think that's really important. Um, and I think just approaching things from a very holistic angle, like, you know, I think how we feel about our bodies, what we know and what we don't know about our bodies, that really impacts a lot of different things in our lives, right? As I spoke about earlier, it impacts our our confidence level, it impacts um, how we perform in different ways, you know, like professionally. And I think it also impacts our relationships to come uh, in the future. So I think it is really important to look at, for example, if you're looking at sex education, look at it from a very holistic angle, um, you know, and I think that's really important. And again, I think like remove the shame for yourself first and then, you know, educate um, educate the kids. There's, because I think it is difficult because I think that's something that conditioning has, Absolutely. Um, yeah. you know, done to us. It's yeah. Generations altogether that have brought this shame, passed on the shame, you know, to, um, I would say, different generations. So I think it's about not thinking about it, you know, from, from that standpoint, but also like approaching it from a holistic standpoint and seeing how it affects, you know, your mental health uh, and different aspects of your life and kind of removing the shame and stigma for yourself first. The next one being for, for partners, I think, I think overall for anyone, I think it's really important to bring empathy into the equation as well. I think it's so important that we are empathetic with and kind to each other in the bedroom um, also. I think I think that's really important. Secondly, being open to communicate. I think communication solves so many things and it can really, really, I would say, change relationships for the good. Because I think for me also, I wasn't very communicative uh, years back and I worked on myself. I have definitely become more communicative and that has helped resolve so many things in my personal relationship as well. So I think it's so, so important to be open, to be communicative, to be kind to each other, you know, and, and definitely like not judge one another. I think taking judgment uh, and throwing that out of the equation is, is super important uh, as well. Someone who who loves you unconditionally, who will accept you for who you are. If they're trying to change you in different ways, then just dump them. <laughs> Can't put it in a better way. <laughs> nice. Uh, fairly uh, blunt and honest. I like it. <laughs> um, listen, Sachi, this has been so cool chatting with you. Uh, for everybody who's listening to this, um, her website of a company is thatsassything.com. You can check it out. It has been a pleasure chatting with you. And, um, you know, may you guys just go on to change a lot more stereotypes. Free people up from those inhibitions that they have. I want to thank you for taking out the time. I really appreciate you being here. I don't know. You know, I think I'll be honest with you before I let you go. 
One thing that I've been very cognizant about, at least in my years while growing up, is one thing I, I, I I've taken it as an active mission to switch every woman that I know from using a pad to a menstrual cup. That's one thing I've done. I've done mm-hmm. succeeded in quite a few instances. You'll be happy to know. And, and number two is, uh, uh, of course, uh, you know, just like being open to talk about things freely as you and I are chatting about how awesome this cup of coffee is. Um, yeah, I think if, if we all did that, the uh, world would be a better place. Thank you again, Sachi. Wishing you the best. Thank you so much for having me, K. It was lovely chatting with you. Pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter yet? At Off Air with K. Slide into his DMs now. 94.3 Radio 1. One World, your station.